there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Busy, busy three hours lined up here early on a Monday morning. Chris Patola will join us in 30 minutes from ESPN. You'll go over the national title game with him at that point, Paulie. Uh, baseball on the program today. Golf, it is Masters Week. You know, yesterday was supposed to be just like a uh, regular stroll in the park, right? A lazy Sunday take in the national title game on the women's side. Not much is going to happen. We'll wake up today. It's going to be NCAA title game, and it's going to be the Masters, and it's going to... I wonder if like not the non-sports betting crowd realizes how absolutely bonkers yesterday was. For example, you had a 19.5-point favorite lose in the NBA and a 16.5-point favorite lose in the NBA. And a team could have sewed up their division last night, and now I'm panicking because I think they might lose the rest of their games for the entire season. Nobody does this, but I'll give you an example of like uh, how big of upsets those were, Paul. A $100 parlay on the Blazers and the Spurs yesterday would have paid $16,000, $17,000. Yeah. That's how big of an upset mm-hmm. both those games were. Yes. How bad Portland has been playing and oh. the lineup they're putting out there, and the T-Wolves were up 12 in a game they had to have. Absolutely. And what happened with Sacramento, where well, how do they do this again? They were at home against Minnesota. If they won, they would have clinched the playoff spot and they got beat. And then here, if they wrap up the division, you can cash your 400-1 tickets. They're laying 16 and a half, and they lose the game at home. I watched the entire second half. Oh. Two things happened the entire time. First of all, Kings could not get a stop at all defensively. Uh-huh. But that's because the second thing happened, and, and the Spurs couldn't miss. It was incredible. They had countless guys you've probably never heard of just making mid-range threes, doesn't matter. I mean, going to the rack, into the went to overtime. The final possession, I thought, in regulation was terrible for the Kings. And uh, now, again, they have to win one more game here. Uh, if they don't, Suns win out. 
Suns have they have the tiebreaker over the Kings, and all of a sudden we're talking about Pacific Division champs. Well, you're fine. The eighteen parlay's not coming in. Uh, I can't imagine they beat the Lakers on that Friday, and I can't imagine Denver plays anybody uh, in that final game against Sacramento. Sacramento should be able to beat Dallas, who's awful right now, and can't guard anybody. So that's coming up uh, as well Tuesday. But it was historic what happened. Yeah, historic with with the parlay and what transpired. And and I know you sent this to me uh, when we're listening to the uh, to what Tim Bontemp said to put in perspective how bad Portland they were six and thirty five straight up the last two years. Post All Star break, thirteen losses by thirty or more. I couldn't believe it when I heard that. that stat. And the T Wolves couldn't beat that. That team, team won. Oh, against a team that needed it. Yeah, biggest upset since '93. Think about you, that. And, Somehow the Jordan Bulls, like in the early '90s, were laying twenty-one against the Magic and got beat. I don't know how that happened. They must have had the floor. Well, he, he, he was probably drinking until <laughs> noon, noon day of the game uh, but, from the but, night before. Yeah, but then uh, Dallas was able to do it. Same point spread back in 93 as well. So to put it in perspective, yeah, you got to go back to 93, the last time something like that has happened. It was truly like an AAU roster for the Blazers yesterday. Yep. Everybody sacked. I'm going, uh, I'm looking at the lineup, and as the game's gone, I'm like, what? This team's going to win the game? So that was yesterday. It all really kind of started on Friday night when, here, just for a comparison's sake, right? 36-0 South Carolina took on Iowa in the Final Four of the Women's Tournament. That point spread was about the same as the Patriots in 07 against the Giants in the Super Bowl. A tick less. Mm-hmm. But the money line in the women's game was as high as 6-1 to one that I saw on Iowa to win it outright over South Carolina. The money line for that Giants game, they were like 3-1 to one if that, because that's all the public does on the Super Bowl is bet the dog on the money line to win the game outright. Regardless... That was, look, I mean, you want all the praise when things are going well and this talk about Don Staley becoming a head coach on the men's side, fine, maybe sometime at some point down the road. That was an abysmal coaching performance by Staley on Friday night. That team's undefeated, laying 12 points to Iowa, and you never once double-teamed or denied the ball to Caitlin Clark. You never threw a box and one at her. Mm-hmm. And you never adjusted throughout the entire game. Don, you got to be better than that. You just It was a terrible job coaching, and you deserve to lose. Yeah, And then tying in what happened, you know, Caitlin Clark in the tournament did the whole John Cena thing. And then in, 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 the, in the loss yesterday, uh, you know, Angel Reese gave it right back to her. And somehow, someway, this has turned into a, like a huge national story now because people are losing their damn minds. Yes, that's unfortunate. Uh, I, I can see your hand. Uh, absolutely. If you criticize Reese, but uh, don't have a problem with what Clark did. The, now, we, we can't agree on anything, right? It was unanimous on Twitter that the officials ruined the game. It was terrible. I mean, come on. It was terrible. It's also good to see no matter what sport you watch, there's controversy, and they can't stay out of the way. Super Bowl, NBA, this as well. Consistently bad across all sports. The technical foul on Clark is so bad. They call that, but Malky is like running into and basically pushing a ref because she's so far on the court. Nothing. Well, not only making contact. She's halfway on the floor. Oh, I know, I know. And the ball's on the other end. She's playing defense. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, what do you have to do to get a technical if you're Mulkey? So they let that slide, uh, and then there's no flow, and you couldn't go two possess- more than two possessions with them out calling a foul. And, and how many fouls and, and pray to the free throw line it was. Uh, you are exactly right with Staley. She deserves to be criticized. And also the, the game plan. It's like uh, Clark and Iowa was begging South Carolina to shoot. Yeah. And here, it's like, I, I give them all the full marks. With LSU saying the disrespect, and they can't guard us like that, and they made them pay. They, oh, and yeah. They got Carson Gal can shoot 102 points, and they were dynamite shooting the ball, especially from three. 
and the Carson girl was on fire. And that was a big difference in the game. Yeah, this is how bad the game was in terms of the referees. I bet LSU plus three and a half before the game started. And I had a, just a, a very small slice in the money line. I couldn't really even watch the second half. I know Iowa made a 12 nothing sure. run to get back into it. It was, it was that yep. bad with the refs. Well, everyone's in foul trouble. Terrible. Too. The two no. bigs down low. And, yeah. and here's what's unfortunate about that. I, I don't know that the TV ratings I don't think are out yet. I'd like to see a prop based on who's playing in the national title game tonight on the men's side, which will have more viewers. The game yesterday combined with Iowa-South Carolina, which had like 5.5 million, which is awesome for the women's game. Yeah, people couldn't get enough of Clark. Yep. So we'll combine both those games. Iowa's game against South Carolina and yesterday against LSU versus tonight's game by itself, which which will have more viewers. I will not be surprised at all. I mean, you could put numbers on it. You could lay whatever. Yeah. I I don't think it's going to go well tonight for for TV. I think you're right. Yeah. Because Friday had everything. The team 36-0 and trying yeah. to go undefeated in the Clark angle as well. How good? How about the Westgate down the street? Here, Clark's prop was points 31.5, rebounds 6.5, assists 8.5. She had 36-8. and <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Right you got hooked on all three. Yeah, wow. so good. So it, it was fun to watch. And I just think you're waiting for South Carolina to pull away, and it couldn't happen. Nope. And then, but you, I, I, I saw your tweet, and I'm glad you took the point. You had to, to me, you had to take the points. Now, Duke with, was with LSU. Absolutely had to. Now, had come to. on, you, you just, you, you beat a team that's 36 and 0, and, and less than two days later, you got to come out and, and do it again. Now, Duke was able to do it when they shocked UNLV. I give Coach K credit, but that is a tough task and tough assignment to go out there and you, you got to calm down and relax after you just you, you beat South Carolina yeah. and you're an 11-point dog, and now you're favored against LSU. Well, that and also, again, I didn't think Malky was going to... Malky's won four national championships now. I didn't think that she was going to allow Clark to really go off and, and get that open and have, like, no defense on her at all like South Carolina did on Friday night. Yep. But LSU, again, they, they hit their shots yesterday. They couldn't miss. Nope. I mean, that game had, like, what, 92 points at halftime, I think? Well, I mean, yes. at what point will we have 92 tonight in the game between San Diego State That's and right. uh, Connecticut? Yeah. And Clark is, uh, I mean, she is very refreshing oh, to watch. She's awesome. Right. Now, this is the, you can't, we love talking trash with the men. I mean, we should allow the women to do it, too. Of course we should. Now, now she shouldn't follow her around for 20 seconds and do that, but they were they were ticked off at something that, that Clark had had done uh, in the past, and it really bothered him. Mm-hmm. Now, Reese, referring to all the the comments on Twitter, uh, she, you know, people calling her hood and ghetto and all that, that drove that ticked her off, and she talked about it in the post game presser. But they also thought it was disrespectful to South. Now that's strange, but you know, whatever you get you going. But they felt that she disrespected South Carolina, yeah. doing the 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 Cena stuff and also. Flicking the wrist, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna let you shoot. Yeah, go there ahead. Go. I mean, you can't do that too. So you cannot criticize Reese and then give Clark a free pass. No, of course, no. It's got to go both ways. And it, there is something called scoreboard, and they just destroyed yeah. Iowa. And it's uh, all they're taught. They're competitors. They're, who knows what sure. what's being said out there? Yeah. Let the women talk trash. Yeah. I, I mean, I can remember my dad always he, he, he humongous hoops guy, uh, junkie. Loved it. Loved the women's game as well. And so we would always watch some of the tournament together. But these. How, how long ago was it until we would get regular games on the women's side on the betting board? I mean, you, you may yeah. be Final Four games and the national title yeah. game. Well, plus there's only two or three programs that were oh, that's know, elite. It, it was UConn sure. every year. This was refreshing uh, with what happened. Yeah, three seed won it. They were 25 to 1. Yeah. This, was supposed, this wasn't supposed to happen this soon for mm-hmm. Mulkey and Ellis. Right. I mean, and a lot of these games were never on TV before. 
I mean, it took a lot. Oh, I mean, too, you yeah. get like Tennessee and UConn on maybe like on a Saturday afternoon, but that'd be about it. And then again, with the point spread, you're not going to get like regular season games on the board. Now it's like all over the place. Yeah. Which is uh, really cool to see. It was a great tournament. And I'm pissed off. Maryland beat, Maryland. beat Iowa by 30 points. Yeah. I don't know what happened in that game. You thought I had a shot. I just I couldn't avoid South Carolina. And then I I got blitzed when I played them. But uh, the, the one South Carolina goes out, several one seeds went out early. And you, you get a three to make it all the way. So that was a great tournament as well. Uh, beautiful. No bet rivers. My all fault. Right. I jumped the gun. All right. It's uh, follow the money here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. So that's just uh, to tip things off here today. Again, plenty on tonight's national title game coming up between now and the end of the show. It is Masters week. We'll get into that today. Uh, Major League Baseball as well. Now that the first uh, full weekend is in the books, we'll go over some observations from the weekend, and Paulie, of course, the numbers do not lie. One stat, at least, is up big time from last year. We'll tell you what those numbers are coming up next here on Follow the Money, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails. Advice, data, strategy, only $9.99. And we'll get you ready for the Masters with the Betty Guide. They'll break down every golfer in the field, plus matchups as well. Sign up today, get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft, only $9.99. What a deal. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. God, I love this time of year so much. I mean, the, the madness into the Masters into the playoffs beginning in the NBA and the NHL. The NFL draft is coming up in a few weeks and the start of Major League yep. Baseball as well. First full weekend is now in the books. I will give you this. 
Um, there was one team in all of 2022 that attempted more than one stolen base per game. One team, that was it. Right now we have 11 teams attempting at least one stolen base per game. And we had zero teams average at least one stolen base. Nobody. No, not one team averaged one stolen base per game last year. 11 teams are also currently averaging at least one stolen base per game. It's nice to have it now back in the game. And these numbers will taper off, I'm sure, a little bit from now until like the next couple of weeks and the end of April. But it is what it is to begin with. And uh, I mean, the Orioles, for example, a team that they are running their hind ends off um, at more than yeah. three per game. And they're also stealing more than three per game. They had five the other day against the Red Sox. And by the way, those two teams. Oh, yeah. Is that going to be a... Co- that, it was, that's the Red Sox. That should be every Red Sox game this year. With bad weather, by the way. I mean, yeah. the total move from nine, nine to eight and a half yesterday. And it doesn't matter. Red Sox and Orioles just go bombs away all, all three games over the weekend. Yeah. Like our guest tweeted, who's coming up, Nesbitt, uh, later in the show. More stolen bases, more hits, and we're shaving half an hour off each game. So we're getting more baseball. And opening day when the Giants played the Yankees, it was two hours and 33 minutes. The Giants only had two games that were shorter than that all the last year. Oh, wow. The Yankees, five. Think about that. What's going to happen when it's getaway day? How fast these games are going to be played? Because they truly want to get the hell out of there? It'd be a fun prop to put up, quickest game. Because one of those Mets games against the Marlins, was was it Friday? It's like two hours and ten minutes, one of the games. So, again, it's fantastic. And... And how John Smoltz said it's the best thing ever to happen to baseball yeah. with all these changes. So uh, it was uh, it was a fun weekend, but I, I love I love all the changes that they made, and we have a lot of surprises so far, and a lot of teams off to uh, some disappointing starts and some things that we expected as well. And it's uh, hard to hard to get excited if you're a fan of some teams like Detroit. Detroit with a rough start to the oh, season. Oh boy, no kidding, right? How about in that division, the Royals? Yeah, another one. Well, they uh, blanked twice to begin the season. Oh, yes. And finally scored four runs and another loss. I will say, the people who um, have brought this up, uh, I think they're onto something with the pitch clock. Because uh, I've heard a couple of people suggest that later on in the game, back end, mm, like maybe we need to have like 20 seconds on the shot clock at all times, minimum. Or expand it a little bit because those are going to be higher leverage spots. Uh, you know, potentially like we're talking in the eighth, ninth innings, guys might be on base in a four, four, three game, something like that. Maybe you you give the guys a little bit of a break there. I, I'd be okay if they adjust somehow. Maybe this is not the perfect model to begin with, but we can absolutely work with this because so far so good overall. Um, other observations, mm-hmm. Paulie, the Blue Jays pitching, whew, mama. And I said this last week too, like I fall for the Blue Jays almost every single year. Wasn't doing it this year again. Uh, and it's very early. All of this is, obviously, and you got to be careful with what you talk about um, in April with baseball for long-term stuff, but that was not pretty at all for this team. Their offense is going to be fine, but, boy, the Cardinals were having their way with that pitching. Well, again, uh, a couple Mets fans I talked to said Bassett's going to have all kinds of problems with this new rule because he's a deliberate worker out there and likes to take his time, and now you have to speed him up. That's one start, but I thought it was interesting they said oh, yeah, that. Because right. remember, the Padres gave them fits in the playoff game. The Pad- Padres kept stepping out because they knew it bothered them uh, as well. But uh, we'll see if that's something that, that'll happen as well. Because uh, you're right, it was a rough start for them early on. The the A's have no punch whatsoever. I guess that's not a surprise. If you take out that comeback in the eighth inning, they would have got swept and done nothing. Arizona, even though they got the split, did nothing offensively. They rallied in one of the games with a two-run shot in the eighth inning off the Dodger bullpen. 
They've had cost uh, me a parley. Oh God, they've had all kinds of issues offensively. You, you, Detroit, uh, Kansas City, as you mentioned. Uh, Mets pitching off to a good start. Senga, wait till Verlander comes back. I thought year. the Senga start was a really good yeah, start here. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that was a good job. They held Florida to eight runs in the series, and they take three out of four. I know the Dodgers' offense exploded twice uh-huh. since Diamondbacks. They scored eight and ten runs, and I, I think they're going to have a lot of spots this year where it's going to be like the other two games. That you know what? I think both things are going to happen this year for that team because they still have at the very top again. It's you know Betts and the Freeman and. Some of the other guys on that team are still, they lost a lot, but they still have a, a ton of talent. They will have spots where, I mean, they're going to explode, but I think they're also going to go through a bunch of dry spells because Dodgers teams in the past really did not go through that many dry spells where it's like, okay, the offense is going to go out there and get you five, six runs a game. That would happen. Their run, their run differential was gigantic by the end of May and June. It's like, this team's a machine yet again. I don't think that's going to be the case with the Dodgers this year. I think they will, yeah. I think they're going to go through a bunch of scoring droughts, if you I will. Agree. And then Texas. Great start for Texas. And the Phillies are going to miss Harper and Hoskins big time. But what uh, Texas was able to do, as we said, imagine if they get offense because we love their rotation. How do you not like their rotation when Perez is your three now? Now, Perez. And Haney, Haney's your five. So uh, they sweep Philly to start. Perez had a lot of guys on base yesterday, uh-huh. but he also got out of it in a lot of those spots. So he went five and two thirds. I will say this about Perez at home. Uh, I saw this tweet from Evan Grant, who covers the Rangers. That's 17 starts now at home for Perez with the Texas Rangers. He's allowed one or fewer run, one or zero runs in 11 of them. I mean, so it's kind of like clockwork with that guy. Mm-hmm. Like once he's taken the ball on the mound uh, and nearly a quality start yesterday, but couldn't get out of the out of the six completely. So uh, Phillies 0 three. Have that ticket. Yep. Most losses in baseball, 750 to 1. <laughs> there, Come on. there you go. Come on, baby. Yeah, a couple trades, right? Get rid of Nola. There you go. That's great. <laughs> Yep, and uh, if, if the Rays can have the most wins after April. Back to what you said about the Blue Jays, but there, there, there's so many guys in that rotation where you just, one start they look great, and then they can't make it out of the fourth inning. Like Barrios and Bassett and Gossman should be solid. Yeah. But uh, but other guy, I mean, Manoa was terrible his first start. I think. But I, there's so many guys, it's like hit, hit or miss with them, or good or bad. I'd say Gossman's going to be Mr. Reliable for that staff this year. But, I the mean. Kucci. You, okay. Uh, uh-huh. Another one? To stop the bleeding today, it's got to be Barrios now. Well, good luck. Uh, on the, we'll talk about this game a little bit later on. Some home road splits here with Barrios and uh, Singer going for the Royals. But um, I does, does he slow down a team that can't hit? I don't know. I don't think he probably can. I mean, imagine he goes out there. The, the Royals, no runs, no runs, four runs in their first three games. And if they get to him right away, just, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, sky is falling already in Toronto if that happens. But that's the beauty of baseball early on after the first weekend is that pe- people are going to panic. People are going to freak out. Um, remember that year that uh, we, I think we bring this up every single year, that season at the Red Sox, they brought in like Adrian Gonzalez and uh, Carl Crawford. And I, they started all of six. Yeah. And it was just like pandemonium. But it never, it never really turned around for that team that year. Was that uh, beer and video games and chicken? No, I, that think, the year? I think it was after that. A little was it? Bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, now you now the Phillies go to New York to take on the Yankees, so it could just get worse. And you could look up, and it could be it could be zero and six here. I'd like us for the here. Phillies. That would be nice. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, Cardinals look good. Yeah, they that do. was a fun series against Toronto. Uh, we're going to be potent offensively. A strange start by Flaherty. What was it? Five innings, no hits, seven walks, uh-huh. whatever he had. Uh, Guardians take three out of four in Seattle. And uh, the, and uh, even though they had all their issues offensively, Arizona, excuse me, uh, 
Uh, Arizona got the split, but also Colorado got a split against San Diego. I'll tell you another team I think is going to be feisty this year. I brought this up too last week. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds with the top three in that rotation at least, and I know Green's going to have shaky you know starts this year. He's still kind of all over the place or can be with, with his uh, location. But the Green, Lodolo, and uh, Ashcraft, one, two, three combo, uh-huh. they could have easily swept the Pirates this weekend. But Lodolo and Ashcraft were both really, really good. That's a young team there with that pitching at the very front end that I think is going to be sneaky this year. And if you can catch the Reds getting like some big numbers, uh, and I think the market will catch up probably really soon this year, that's a team that I'm going to be looking at uh, to fire on right away. I just, I got to do it. That was what was one of my things going into the season. And uh, again, not to overreact. It's one weekend, but you got to like those three guys. Pretty solid overall. Cubs will be feisty too. I think so. Yep. Swanson's hitting like 800. Right. Or whatever it was. Right. There's nothing, I just, it's hard to envision a scenario where the where the Red Sox aren't playing high scoring games though on yeah. a nightly basis. I After, as you said, with bad weather. Yeah. I, li- I like the over on opening day, and everyone pointed out, ooh, wind, 40 degrees. Oh, I, I bet the under. Yeah, I know, but that's uh, people tweeting in, too. Yeah. No problem. No, it doesn't matter. What happened? How about the no. tough law? The guy drops the, McKenna drops the fly ball. Would have ended the game, Brutal. and then the home run. Brutal. <laughs> yep. Up next, we will hit the uh, national title game between San Diego State and Connecticut. Chris Mastola is going to join the show from ESPN. So UConn is pounding everybody which is something that you already know. The Aztecs do not get blown out, however. The point spread is pretty high. So which one is it tonight? We'll ask them coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hockey playoffs right around the corner. Whether you're rooting for your team or betting on your favorite player, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can place a $5 pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Join the action now. DraftKings Sportsbook. Great menu. So the national title game then is set for tonight as San Diego State takes on Connecticut. UConn favored by seven. That opened up six, by the way. Bet immediately to seven and seven and a half. And the total also moved up to 132 and a half. And Chris Patola uh, joins the program now, does a great job covering the sport and calling games on ESPN. Chris, thanks so much for the time today. How you doing? I'm doing great, guys. It's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so let's start with that then. Um, San Diego State, when you go back and look, like their MO, and this is not just for like this year, goes... For many, many years now going back, but this year specifically, Chris, like they really don't get blown out. The one game this year that they never really had a chance to win late was Arizona when they lost by 17. On the flip side, you have UConn doing something that is like historically good. They're winning their games in the tournament by more than 20 points per game. And it just it continued on Saturday. They ran through Miami. So which one is it tonight, you think? Yeah, it's it's a good question, and, and you know, there's a couple things to keep in mind. I mean, that that Arizona game you're talking about was back in November, mm-hmm. um, and and so obviously you're you're talking about a, a, I think a little bit of a San Diego different San Diego State team. The other thing that makes this one a little bit difficult tonight is Connecticut is has really come on here. So what do you make of that? You know, how do you how do you translate the way that Connecticut is playing versus how they were playing at the beginning of Big East play? Um, 
I, 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 I am a believer that San Diego State, A, is not a team that, that gets blown out, and B, is not a team just in terms of, of attitude, in terms of what they have shown us, certainly in the last two games. Um, they are not a team that's out of any of these games. I mean, they were down against Alabama. They were down against Creighton. They were obviously down in the second half big against Florida Atlantic. They've come back to win all of those games. Uh, they remind me of a, of a boxer who, you know, they may get – they're going 12 rounds. Now, they may take a haymaker in the sixth. They may, you know, exchange blows seventh, eighth round. Uh, but they are going to be standing there toe-to-toe uh, in the 12th round. And, and they may, they're, they're prepared to, to, to hit, you know, make the knockout blow. And they, they did it, obviously, with a second left with one free throw from Darion Trammell to beat Creighton in the Elite Eight, mm-hmm. and then obviously with what Lamont Butler did. They're just that kind of a team, and, and I think physically they can match up with Connecticut guys. That's the one thing. I, you know, when you kind of contrast and just look at Connecticut and Miami, I thought it was the first game I've seen, and I watched a lot of Miami this year. It was, it was the first game this year I thought Miami was physically overwhelmed, and, and I just don't think San Diego State is going to be that. They've got to keep it low possession. They've got to keep the game in the half court because they can't score with Connecticut. But there is no, there is no question that, that uh, San Diego State's going to make this a game. How do you feel if you're a Florida Atlantic uh, player or fan after uh, what happened? Sick. Sick to my stomach. I mean, yeah. honestly, if, if John L. Davis takes that shot, he shot that, that last uh, possession there for, for Florida Atlantic with about four seconds left on the shot clock, which left San Diego State about nine seconds left. And then obviously Lamont Butler's shot goes up with about 0.7 left on the clock. If, if Florida Atlantic takes that shot with, say, two seconds left on the shot clock, we are having a very different conversation today because we'd be discussing Florida Atlantic. It's a terrible way to lose. Mm-hmm. Forget the fact that they were up 14 and had all the momentum in the world. Forget the fact that, you know, the offensive rebounding that really seized control of the game for San Diego State in the second half, four of those came off of free throw blockouts. I mean, these are offensive rebounds off of free throws, which are inexcusable. Um, they should feel sick to their stomach, to, to be candid. Yep, totally yep. agree. It was so maddening while watching that game, and they just could not secure the ball off of those free throws to get a rebound. And I like what you said about how, you know, San Diego State, these are men that we're talking about now. They're also, they're put together, they're big. The, you know, uh, Sonogo for UConn, for example, is having a great tournament. And at this point, he's the favorite to win the most outstanding player if UConn wins the title. Uh, his prop tonight is 16 and a half. I, I don't think it's going to be easy for him at all down low. I think San Diego State, abs- I mean, how do they not have the bodies to match up with that guy? Yeah, San Diego State's very unique because they play too big. And uh, there, there aren't a lot of teams now in college basketball who are doing that. And, and they're non-shooting bigs. Um, which which inhibits their offense a little bit, makes them a little bit easier to, to defend. But I think Brian Dutcher has kind of uh, it's a trade off. You know, we're we're it's gonna we're not quite as effective offensively, whatever. But it, to your point, it gives them a massive advantage defensively. It gives them a massive advantage on the glass. A couple things to remember about Sonogo's performance the other night. First of all, he had two threes, so six of his twenty one came behind the three point line. Um, I don't think San Diego State's going to play off of him as much as Miami clearly intended to do. The other thing is, as good as Norchad O'Meara has been for Miami, as strong as he is, as effective as he has been on the interior, he, he, he doesn't have nearly the size 
and I think that that uh, San Diego State does. And I think what you saw from UConn is they they saw something on tape where they were able to get some of those duck ins, those seals to get Sonogo and Klingon, to be honest with you, around the basket. I don't think that's the advantage, guys, of having uh, a game here to to sort of. Uh, to sort of prepare for San Diego State. And I, I think with the two bigs, I think they're going to be able to clog that paint a little bit more. And I think the size at the rim is, is going to be a little bit more of a deterrent for Sonoga than it was uh, against Miami. Chris, on, uh, I think it was like Friday night slash Saturday morning, started to hear that uh, Jordan Hawkins, the great guard for UConn, might not be 100%. And uh, now that we're sitting here, you know, 48 hours beyond that game and the rumors that were out there about him not being completely healthy. Do you know what his status is as of right now? Yeah, I think he's feeling better. He's certainly going to play. Um, and, and the interesting thing to your question is he really came on in the second half. Yep. He, was, he was largely ineffective in the first, but he's played much, much better in the second. And, and what he does, what UConn's going to need against this San Diego State defense, he makes threes. I think UConn's going to have to make some, some perimeter shots tonight. And it's important to remember – Florida Atlantic in that game the other night made six threes in that first half. They only made three in the second half. I think you're going to have to make threes because, again, it's very hard to get to the basket. It's very hard to score in the paint. It's very hard to get any sort of angle against San Diego State. Jordan Hawkins gives them the ability to make threes. The other thing he does is he gives you some space on the interior because you've got to guard him. You gotta, he stretches that defense. You know, he gives – UConn, a, a few threes the other night. Alex Caravan hit some, uh, some big threes, hit a couple big threes for them. I think they're going to have to be able to make shots. If you do that, if you're UConn, that's when it really starts to open up that interior for Adama Sanogo. Win or lose, what does this do for the Aztecs program moving forward? And, and Dutch has already talked about what they can do in the transfer portal. And they've had a good program, but I mean, the conference had never gone to the Elite Eight. And what, what can the Aztecs do moving forward as a program? Yeah, well, I think first first things first, let's keep an eye on what conference they end up going yes. to. Um, you know, that's that's coming down the pike here. I, it's uh, I, a lot of people expecting the Pac-12. I'd keep an eye on the Big 12. I, I think Brett Yormark has um, in certainly given the run that they've had and the tradition they've had over the last few years. Uh, they would have been a one seed, guys, in that COVID year that got canceled. Yeah. You yep. guys know that. I mean, they so the program's not new. Um they obviously have relied a lot on, on transfers. Um, most of these guys that they have in their program playing tonight are guys who did not begin their careers at San Diego State. Um, but anytime you go to a Final Four, it's the same thing with FAU. I mean, FAU is going to bring everybody back pretty much, assuming. I'm assuming they'll bring sure. everybody back. At least that's the way they were talking. Um, you know, both those programs, I, I think going to a Final Four, um, it, it's, it's a massive, massive deal. And I think the ability to compete in, in this day and age where there's, there's a contest for eyeballs, um, I think what San Diego State has done here, certainly if they win, I mean, don't, don't let them go out and win that game tonight. It, it takes that program to, to certainly another stratosphere. Yep, no doubt. What do you have for a prediction tonight, Chris? You know, I think UConn's going to win, but I think, they're, I think San Diego State's going to cover. I think seven and a half, that's a large number. And, and I would not bet against San Diego State. I would not doubt San Diego State in terms of covering um, but I think UConn's, I think they're, UConn's balance, you know, the ability to score inside, the ability to score outside, their defense has really, has really become a, a massive deal here. And I think physically, you know, that's, that's the first thing when you're playing San Diego State and UConn. I think both these teams match up physically. 
Um, I, I, I think UConn hits some buckets late, and I think, I think they get their fifth national title. But I, I certainly think San Diego State covers. You can follow Chris on Twitter. He is at Chris underscore uh, Spatola. Does a great job calling games on ESPN and also his shows on Sirius XM 371 weekdays from 3 until 6 Eastern. Chris, thanks so much for the time today. Enjoy the game tonight. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. You too. Yeah, be good. Great job. There you go. Uh, Sonogo's point prop is uh, 16 and a half, like I said. He had a great, great point about Florida Atlantic. Oh, I mean, it's one thing I, to be up 14 in the second half, but against an Aztec team that struggles yeah. to score... You essentially can't lose that game. You blew a 20-point lead. Can't lose that right. game. Hawkins no. is 14 and a half. No. Like you said, he came on in the second half. And uh, Bradley finally had a game for the Aztecs. Yes, he did. He's 12 and a half tonight. Yeah. So does that continue? Again, the total with an uptick of like three, three and a half points from the opener. We will run down the betting action from the weekend in win some, lose some. Coming up next, we had the biggest upset in this sport in the past 30 years. Paulie with the details coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All right, here we go. LSU to win the national title, 25-1. to 1. A three-seed gets it done on the women's draw. And uh, two one-seeds couldn't even make it to the final four. And then Iowa shocks the world Friday night. 5-1 to 1 is 11.5-point dogs against South Carolina. Great game. Clark had 41 in that one. I also thought Vodtech kind of, uh, they let that big lead yeah, slip away lead. on Friday against yeah. Uh, LSU. Yeah, another good call. Sure. And here's what Mitch talked about. Portland Trailblazers, as high as 14-1 to 1 on the money line yesterday. Biggest upset in the NBA since 1993. You tweeted it out with their game log. <laughs> they had lost 11 of 12. 24, 40, 28, 14, 15, 16, and 17 point losses. 
during the stretch where they lost 11 to 12, only two had been by fewer than double digits. Ridiculous. And of course, by the way, the team that would lose would be the Timberwolves to them. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Grizzlies Bulls over 224 up to 229. How about that game? The Bulls were down 23 and then blew them out with a huge run. T-Wolves Blazers under 228 down to 223, 107-105. Little soccer championship league. Uh, Huddersfield, 4-1. EPL, Brentford, Brighton, draw, plus 310. Aston Villa, 5-1. They beat Chelsea, who then sacks their manager afterwards. Friday, the Bull, that's that time of year again, right, with the NBA? You don't know who's going to play. In that the time of year? You mean starting in October? <laughs> yeah, crazy line movement. The Bulls went from 7-12, to 12, and the Magic were plus 2 and up a 4-point favorite. And then Sunday, were open 8 and closed 11.5. The Wizards sitting everybody now, and uh, Detroit doing the same thing. Not that they are a decent, good team anyways, and Orlando blows them out and cashes in both. Uh, also, the, the Spurs, by the way, I missed the Spurs were 10, 10 to 1 on the money line against Sacramento. And you know, another one almost came in last night. Yeah, the Pacers. The, the Pacers were leading the Cavs the entire time. I know. Fell apart in the fourth quarter. I think they were, what, catching 13? Connors wins the golf. He was 30 to 1. Subscribe, be part of the team, VSIM Pro. You always want to see these tweets and videos? Send stuff in. We'll put you on television. This is great. Volume up here with the puppy. He has he has the hiccups. And he, tr- he's, he tries to bark it out. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. But he, <laughs> he, he looks around about, what is this? Doesn't know where it's coming from. Yeah, right. Doesn't know where it's coming he's from. Very he's very confused. He is confused, yes. Trying to get rid of it. He's got the hiccups, and I'll, I'll try to bark it out. Yeah, he's uh, trying to bark the hiccups out of him. Yeah. Yes. That's how he's responding. Like, what is this? What is happening to me right now? <laughs> he, he turns around and looks about, is it coming from back here? Yeah. What, what's the deal here? That is awesome. Very good. Uh, let's go to the Cincinnati Zoo, right? Put this in perspective with Fritzy. To put this in perspective here in the Cincinnati Zoo, Fritzy, you have it? I wanted to show the uh, compare and contrast. Nope. No 504? Okay. How about, uh, oh, here it is. Okay. Fritzy is seven months old. He's almost 600 pounds. And that's BB behind him who checks wow. in at 4,600 pounds. Wow, we Think want, about that. I mean, we, we sit there we, and look at little Fritz. Fritzy's seven months old, but he's 600 pounds. Look at behind him. Uh, you know what? I'm going to call for BB to hop on the scale again. <laughs> 4,600? I don't think so. No, 5,000? Oh, come on. 6,000? Look at if, that if majestic If Fritzy is 700, okay, so you're telling me like... Fritzy's almost 600 pounds. He's seven months. Yeah. I know. The, the other one, the mama, Maybe. is way bigger than that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is just wild to Might see be. that behind yeah. behind him. Uh, crazy. Uh, good fun. Arsenal uh, to be hanging out with Nigel Seeley. What a life he leads. He was at the match, right? He cashed a winning ticket. He liked both teams to score. Leeds gets, theirs, gets there late. And he was at the match and tweeted out the video as well that he was hanging out. Good time. And that's up. That's on a bucket list to go to a Premier League match. Oh no! Or a big time soccer oh, match. Hundred percent. Sure, absolutely. Uh, lose some on Friday. The Thunder from three up to six, and two thirty-five. There it is. Look at that! Wow, that is awesome. What a view! Packing them in. Oh, well, he's got good seats. Yes, he does. By the way, it's not a bad seat in the house though. When you look at no, it, right? Not. Even if you're in the uh, uh, upper shelf there, it's not bad. T- top deck. That's awesome. And Arsenal with the uh, the easy win over the weekend. 
Friday, the Thunder from three up to six and over 235 up to 243. No good against the Pacers. I mean, they just... Oops, Dallas is... Every, Dallas is just... They don't want to make the play-in. But OKC lets them hang around because they can't win a game. And they got beat at home by Charlotte. The Suns from eight and a half up to 13 and a half. That was against Denver on Friday, who sat everybody. They won but didn't cover. And Leicester City and Chelsea both sacked their managers. Leicester City might get relegated. I know it wasn't that long ago that they won the whole damn league in the biggest upset in, in sports betting history for a future. But Rodgers How long ago is was gone. that now? Was that six, seven years ago? Seems about right. Okay. Yeah, right. But Boy. they might get relegated oh, after they grace. got beat. Golden State yesterday as well, plus two and a half to a minus four favorite as Joker didn't play. One lose some, the Brewers tradition of making their rookies wear the full uniform and go on a coffee run. Milwaukee was in Chicago this weekend. As luck would have it, there's a Starbucks across the street from Wrigley Field. I got to tell you, I went to Wrigley every summer for about 10 years in a row. I, I wouldn't even recognize with all the changes that they've made. But look at this. Dress up, put the outfit on, walk across the street, get your gear, right? Because you're going to get an order for the whole team, right? You're going to need help. And uh, your little tray. <laughs> Don't drop anything. No sudden movements. We got about 30 coffees ready to go. And that's your... Uh, Initiation. So here's why. I welcome, love this. To the, welcome to the big leagues, guys, and bring it back to the to the dugout and clubhouse. This, this is so cool. Like even if you're a Cubs fan going to the game, right, or just a whatever baseball fan. Yeah. If you're there in that area, or you happen to be at the Starbucks, you're probably not even going to believe that they're actual Major League Baseball players. You're going to think that it's three, four guys dressed up having fun. Yeah. That day, and it's like I don't because you're not going to recognize any of them. These rookies are yep. players you're not going to, by, by checking out the face, getting the ID, you're not going to know who they are. Yeah. They go, well, look at these guys. And it was also like April Fool's. So it's like, okay. Sure. You know? Hey, the Milwaukee Brewers. You wouldn't even came. think that they're the real baseball players. I think the Tigers made them do it too when they were in Seattle, if I recall, that they had to walk over in their uni- okay. outfits and uh, uniforms to do the same thing. Orioles, bad beat. McKenna drops a fly ball to end the game. Next batter, two run shot. Walk it off for the Red Sox. And uh, thanks to the listener who sent this in. Uh, a, ma- a soccer match in Denmark. The total was two and a half. It was 1-1 four minutes in. That was the final score. Oh, God. Win some, lose some. There you go. Great job, guys. You're right. Wild weekend. Oh, you, th- awesome. you thought nothing of it going yep. in. And yep. what happened in the NBA and what happened with uh, Friday night with uh, Iowa and the game yesterday. Crazy weekend. The hockey, a Calgary laying six dollars, almost lost. That's why this this racket is so. I mean, it, it never disappoints, really. I mean, honestly, you could have looked at this weekend and say, okay, now this is just like again a re- relaxing weekend. Not much is going to happen. Yeah, we're going to enjoy all the games and stuff, but it was it was bedlam what took place. The buzzer beater prop also cashed. There you go. The one, yes, in your face, anti some, some well, some people had one and a half up. I know, but it finally happened. How about a, that? Yeah, just to get one in the final four That's was right. a huge number. Fifth largest mm-hmm. final four comeback for the Aztecs. First buzzer beater in the final four when the team was losing. I didn't think they were going to get a shot off. I didn't think he was going to get it off either. But there was and, a and, good and, discussion about. I know Pat Forty, who's been on this show many times, is at the game. Sports Illustrated said the Aztecs had the foul there. There was not enough time. Oh, risky business. Uh, yeah. But as Chris said, though, taking it two seconds earlier, taking the shot and then at the buzzer, and then the Aztecs went. A, I didn't think he was going to get the shot off. Uh-huh. B, when he did, I told myself, there's no way it's going to go in. And then that quickly changed. I'm like, oh my God, he just did it. Buzzer beater, and they won the game. I yeah. mean, it's just, if you had Florida Atlantic money line, 
Uh, if you're a fan of that program, you just got to be. Right not, you're, don't you're, go out that way. Don't, not no, that way. No. Blow a 14 point lead and you lose like that. Before you make your next bet, visit vsun.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsun.com. You like anything in the game tonight? No, I don't. And I've been ice cold. I, I just, I just gonna. Uh, maybe it's Villanova part two that just blow everybody Good. up. Average margin of victory is twenty points per game. They're five and zero ATS. They won by thirteen and it went down. How'd that uh, first half under treat me on uh, oh, Saturday? Wow. Was that good? Is that a winner? Can I cash that ticket, or was it a hundred combined by at halftime? They couldn't miss. I think the combined threes at halftime in FAU SDSU was like a dozen. Isn't that something? The first game goes over, the second game stays under, right? Yeah, way under. And they they held Miami to uh, under sixty. Yep. Way under's right. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, they're betting it like they have tomorrow's newspaper. Open six, shot up to seven and a half. No, it's, I know a lot thing. of people showed the big money line bets on UConn already when they put the line up. Yep. It's a big number. I also said I thought it was getting a little bit big against a Miami as well. I never bet the Hurricanes, yeah. but I, okay. Uh, up next, we will update you on uh, what has to happen again in the NBA. Yet another sports betting story that I would have laughed at five or six years ago thinking it would never happen. I'll tell you what it is coming up here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.